Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. Uh, I heard someone call my name. Hello. How are you? I'll try to wake up. Um, welcome to uh, Tuesday, November 20th. Um, the crowd is thinning as people make their holiday plans and travels. And I could park downtown today. And my sister Susan is joining us because it's Tuesday. Hi, Suze. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. I'm doing good. The dog is sitting in front of me going, when we going, when we going, when we going. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, are you, so you're, you're heading to Green Bay after this? Immediately thereafter. Okay. The suitcases are packed. Okay. Uh, we're, aside from taking the stuff that I'm bringing out of the freezer, um, everything's ready to go. We're going to load the car and leave. Yep. So joining that caravan on the on the road, I hope the traffic's not too horrendous. Don't say caravan, Lynn. We'll be turned back at the Wisconsin border. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to that caravan, by the way? Oh, God. <laughs> well, it seems like a judge has just uh, issued a restraining order telling them that they can't wholesale deny any of them to come in. Right. They have to give them a hearing and then deny them the right. These pesky judges. Unbelievable. They're having a lot of trouble with pesky judges. And I've actually been giggling all morning because as disgusting as the news is, it's sort of funny with Ivanka and her emails. I d- how's that? And it's beyond comprehension. And then, and, then, and, then, and then Trump is claiming ignorance of the email rules. I mean, <laughs> oh, she didn't know. She didn't know. Lock her up. Like he doesn't know about his iPhone. Lock her up. So what's humorous is watching all of these people on the comment lines tie themselves in knots, parsing why Ivanka is different. Oh, sure. I know. It has to do with the uh, Somebody claims server. she's not in the government. Oh, sorry. She's a, a major. Oh, I don't even want to. I mean, I can't. No, I can't. I'm, just, I'm just telling you how far these people will tie their intestines up in knots to deny what is in front of their face. I mean, I think this is the most, I know people are doing studies on it. I think we've talked about it. But I think the ability of these people to excuse all of this stuff when, you know, when they just come back and stand in front of them naked as they can be, and they're commenting about the gorgeous brocade on Ivanka's back. I don't get it. Well, apparently, Susan, it's human nature. That's what's so frightening. You can't have all these people doing it and not have it be human nature. No, I know, but it's just shocking to to me that there's this whole group of people parading their their psychosis around without embarrassment. Well, because they've got so much company. I mean, when you're in a big crowd and everybody's agreeing with you, you don't have to be embarrassed, right? Well I, yeah, well, I guess, but I got news for these folks. You're all out there naked, and you don't look good. No, you don't. So the um, the science section of the New York Times today uh, is is asking certain questions that for the future, and one of the questions asked is, can we outsmart uh, fake news? And they're talking about uh, the fact that it is, well, I'll read one sentence, and it has to do with what you're talking about. Mass mass manipulation 
is about to get a whole lot easier. So, if these people can all be manipulated to believe things that are categorically untrue, to disregard things they don't, it's only going to get worse because of... Because we're getting better at it. No, and artificial intelligence. Because, yeah, yeah, that's because, what I mean. because, because dot, right, because technology will allow uh, photographs to be altered in a way that is literally um, not observable, and so they'll be able to pass off the things that are categor—I'm saying categorically again—that are patently false, and uh, voice, you know, Siri and those god-awful, you know, talking machines. Are, are going to be t sounding exactly like human beings, um, we're going to be in a situation where we really won't be able to believe anything we see or hear. Mass manipulation is about to get well, in, in a print, whole lot in print, easier. I mean, you, mi you might be able to believe what you see unfolding around you two feet in front of you. Right, but that doesn't have the reach <laughs> of the video of whatever you saw altered. You know what I mean? Well, I, I agree. No, I do. I, I get it. Uh, okay, here's what it, it, this thing ends with. Uh, perhaps the only way to stop this uh, misinformation is to somehow teach people to view what they see online with extreme distrust but that might be right. the yeah but that's not going to happen because all the psychologists no, but I mean, say it's like when you go to a movie and you don't expect that what you're watching you know that what you're watching is a piece of fiction we have got to begin to just approach everything we're reading in certain places that way but see that's what trumps people already do <laughs> i know yeah well, no they don't already do that well, no, they've they identified do. a source that they trust without you know i mean we'll just use fox news they've got fox news and they trust implicitly right. anything but we fox all news do says. you know we all don't we all and and they just happen to be trusting somebody that's feeding no, them a lot of No, I don't feel that way anymore, and neither do you. I've heard you, I mean, we used to feel like we could trust the, the New, New York, York Times. Times. You don't feel that way anymore. No. I don't necessarily feel that I can trust the Washington Post. I can see its bias. So, you know, I've got to read everything with a, 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 a little drop of, okay, let's just try and glean the, the fact here. Well... The fact is, we is, all have to do it. I know, it. but it's not going to People are not going to do it because p they, first of all, don't have, they don't trust that they know enough to make that decision themselves. That's why all these, you know, people like uh, Rush Limbaugh and, you know, and, and, and can have such power. People now just expect to be told what to think. Um, and what's real, real and what's not. And I, I think the vast majority of people are easily manipulated, including maybe me. I don't know. I, you know, easy for me to say I'm not, but 
I well, don't. sure you are. You can get. Well, I can get your anger. You know, from zero to fifty easily. Don't. No, but I'm saying you are manipulatable. Yeah, actually, my son would say I'm easy. <laughs> right. Um. All right. Well, damn. Um, Susan. Apropos of absolutely yeah. nothing, I was stuck at a, a, a red light at um, on the way here, and uh, I was my car was across from a a, a tailor little tailor uh, shop, and it had a sign in the window, and I didn't know what it meant. And I'm going to ask you. It said, "We do New York hems." I'm sorry. I left New York in uh, yeah, 1980. So you don't know. I what don't the know. hell could that be? Well, I know what I know what blue jean hems are. You know, if they replaced you know the the original blue jean hem the way it was, but I do not know what, what would a, a New, New York, York hem, hem be. I'm just asking. Um, if anyone can find out, that'd be good. What the hell would that be? I think all you have to do is use the Google. Use that Google thing. <laughs> I don't have my my stuff right here, but I yeah, someone will do it for me maybe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we do New York hams. I thought, well, goody for you, but what the f does that mean? I don't. Susan, I got. I already did this yesterday, and I said it twice on the show, but I have to repeat it for you just in case you didn't see this. The funniest tweet of the year. Ready? Yeah. Okay. This is from Joe in West Virginia. He wrote, Unpacked our nativity scene yesterday. Removed all the Jews, Arabs, and foreigners. Ended up with the a... The only thing that's left are two asses. Jackass and a handful of sheep. <laughs> yeah. You saw it. Okay. Uh, it's been around for a while. All right, all <laughs> right. That's the thing now. You're afraid to share anything because, uh, oh, God. I, I saw uh, that three years ago. All right. Well, that's not, no, you didn't see that one three years ago because this is pointed. No, but, no, because, yeah. because this, no, but I, have, I have been seeing it for a while. <laughs> but it is. It's very clever. There's a ton of this stuff that's very clever, and it's very funny, and it's funny because our president is, so hilarious, if you know what I mean. I mean, this, 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 there's just too much material out there. So if you're if you want to look at it and be amused, like I was this morning, you can't help it. Okay. I mean, and it's easier wait. than thinking that I'm that there were two. Susan. That I've been living, you know, today and in, in, in say yesterday Chicago and St. Louis. You know, it's just ridiculous. Um, I have to tell you, I, I wasn't, I didn't hear a word you said because I'm reading an email about New York hems. Okay, and, tell me what it is. Well, it does have something to do with jeans, also known as the super hem, um, often used to hem jeans while leaving the original hem in place. Yeah, that's just called a jeans hem. They just gave it a new name. Okay, wait. To create a New York hem, you simply turn the hem up, right sides facing you. Sure, the original... Oh, fuck it. Cut off excess fabric, then press the new hem down, put a top stitch over... Okay, 
more than I wanted to. Know. Yeah, you just cut it off and put it back so it looks original and not like you're, you have stubby little legs or like they decided that everybody has legs that are 15 inches longer than they actually are. You know, They're I, doing that now with, with women in sleeves, if you've noticed. Apparently, we're supposed to have arms that hang down below our knees. I sort of do, so it's okay with me. I've always. Well, I'm. Yeah, but I mean, I I'm I'm now buying like beautiful sweaters, but I have to roll them. I have one that I have to roll up 12 inches to get it to my wrist, so I can eat. Well, that seems absurd. <laughs> well, it is absurd. <laughs> okay, so um, moving on to something maybe you haven't already seen. Uh, there have been uh, five mass extinctions on this planet, as far as we know, where pretty much every living thing is wiped out. Like We're aware of like the dinosaur one. That's the one closest to us. But there have been um, others going back. I mean, we're talking 440 million years ago, where you know, the first one. But there were these mass extinctions, and then somehow life starts again. And uh, the reason this is coming up, of course, is that there's some concern. <laughs> that we're facing another, yes. Yeah, because if you look at the number of species that are going down in the last, yeah, whatever, 20 years, it's just, it's extraordinary. So the science section, again, looked at, so who, there has to be some survivors of these mass extinctions. And here's over the few species that are believed to have survived millions of years, hundreds of millions of years, and through some mass extinctions are sharks, deep water sharks. Yeah, I was going to say fish. Yeah, down, fish. down, way down. But not all fish because the ocean's warm or they or right. things have. Right. Okay, crocodiles. Because they're too mean to die. And some and some <laughs> birds, they're just prehistoric. I don't know. No, they're, they're just dinosaurs that were, were more adaptable. Yeah. I, you know, I, those, those are way. the three that I, I mean, I would have left out crocodiles because I would have thought of them as being sort of halfway in between birds and fish, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so, but there's one yeah. thing, there is one living thing that, has survived all five mass extinctions and will uh, probably survive the next one. And you've never heard it's of this. bacteria, thing. right? Yeah, well, it's some little friggin' thing. It's, yeah. it's called a... Yeah, listen it's to like this. a protozoa. <laughs> no, it's, it's so funny looking. It's called a um, uh, tardigrade, T-A-R-D-I. Mm -hmm. A tardigrade. It has. Yeah, I saw that. He's sort of cute. He is sort of cute. He has eight legs, and he's microscopic. And, and a great big eye. And listen, he's got like one big eye in the middle of his head. And it says, <laughs> um, if a man-made. He looks like a minion, folks. With, <laughs> he looks like a minion with more more legs. Excuse me. <laughs> You don't know what a minion is? I know what a minion is, but how many people in the audience do? So why even say that? And no, see, you don't know what a minion. You don't know what a minion is. Oh, M-I-N-I-O-N. 
What do you mean? M I N Y A N? No, we're ta- I'm talking about the the oh, movie a little, character with uh, one oh, eye. Oh, 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 I'm okay. not talking about enough Jews to pray. Okay, but that's what you said. <laughs> that's what I thought you meant. And you said minion, and I thought, what the hell is she talking about? Okay. <laughs> okay, but listen to what these guys can survive. They can survive. Um, they can even live in the vacuum of space, it says. They can withstand radiation. They, it doesn't matter what you throw at them. These little minion-like tardigrades will be the last one standing. So there you have it. They don't really stand, I don't think, but there you have it. So. I... Um, here's what I want to know. If California is like the, you know, this has a rich economy and has good government and all that kind of stuff, why the hell are there people living in, how, still living in parking lots, cars, and tents? Do you know what I mean? What? Yeah, because they, they, uh, because the housing stock has, well, first of all, because whole towns are disappearing. Well, I know, um, but I'm saying with these survivors, I mean, there's not better. And apparently, in the um, in in some of the shelters, I mean, you have like a raging epidemics of uh, you have nanoviruses of you and stuff like that. People are sick, being taken to hospitals. There are no uh, rooms at the inn, literally in a huge radius, uh, because people who can afford it to, uh, or have insurance that allows them to stay in a, in a, you know, in a hotel if their house is. Well, and then the insurance isn't popping right up right away either. I mean, but, you know, there's, there's, there's a huge difference between people who have lost everything but nonetheless still have the means to get themselves out of there and people that have lost everything and don't have the means to get themselves out of there. And that's probably a lot of those folks. I mean, you know, a, a, a senior citizen communities were were wiped out, and some of those folks are okay, and some of them live on, you know, pensions and Social Security. So where are they going to go? I this is a real this is a real humanitarian crisis brought on by the. I mean, they had a crisis anyway. They couldn't house all their people because the real estate was too expensive. So I I just um, I I, I don't know. And now a homeless problem with or without this. Now they're being warned that there's going to be uh, you know with all this rain coming in, which you would think it'd be good because it douse some of the flames. Yeah, but, but now they're going to have mudslides. Mud Jesus. Sort of takes that image of California as some, you know, wondrous <laughs> oasis place. Yeah, right. yeah. Jeez whiz. How much more people And I mean that with a small P. I yes. I did get that too. <laughs> so I think Something really extraordinary happened uh, yesterday, and I don't have the exact wording of it. This um, this message sent from the uh, White House press secretary's office about new rules in um, during uh, press briefings. 
whether it's the president or whether it's, uh, you know, Sarah Huck of e. Sanders. What's the new rule? You, you, have, you, can, you have to submit your questions in advance? <laughs> Don't laugh, Susan, because that'll be next. Um, no, you are allowed a single question. No follow-up. No follow-ups allowed. Well, now, stop and think what that means. To, you know, stop and think what that means. The person has to stand up. No, stop. So here's what, so what that means is, is that you ask a question, they don't answer it or answer it with a lie, and then everybody moves on. This is getting so frighteningly autocrat, exactly what happens when a country's freedoms and most foundational freedoms, like freedom of the press, when they right. start reining in the press like this, and just openly, just saying, there's never, I mean, it's beyond belief. So then people say, well, fine. Then the next reporter should ask the same question again. Right. And then the next reporter. But here's the thing. The media is not all of one mind, so all they have to do is call on one of their there kind are of, people. Right. One of their That's kind right. of reporters. And um, there's no way, I, I, I don't know what they're going to, oh, I think Milton sent me the, the uh, memo. Here it is. This is what comes out, this came out of the White House yesterday. Please be advised of the following rules governing future press conferences. A journalist called upon to ask a question will ask a single question and then will yield the floor. Two, at the discretion of the president or other White House official taking questions, a follow-up question or questions may be permitted, you know, where they want them. And where a follow-up right. has been allowed and asked, the questioner will then yield the floor. Three, yielding the floor includes physically surrendering the microphone to White House staff Four, failure to abide by any of these rules may result in suspension or revocation of the journalist's hard pass. This is they made a big to-do about giving back Jim Acosta's. Okay, so they are hamstringing uh, the ability of these reporters to cover uh, these press conferences. I, I really just think they should, I've been saying this almost since the beginning, I they should just not co not come, not be there. There's That's no what I think. There's no there's Why should they participate in this sham? Right. There's next to no information that comes out of... Uh, no, they don't get anything out of it. And uh, so why not just go ahead and, and say the president has forfeited his right to put his viewpoint out there. We'll interview everybody else. God. See who see who goes to their knees first. Just stop reporting. I don't. It's not going to happen, though. It's not going to happen. I don't see how reporters can tolerate this. I mean, I, you can't agree to be part of of a sham, as you said. You just can't. This no. is the friggin' United States of America. 
Is there any vestige of it left? God. No, and and you know it's all it's it's the, it's the 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 gun people who are so concerned with their Second Amendment rights that walked right over the First Amendment to get to the Second Amendment, and they're up there, you know, screaming, "Oh, a cast is rude. There's no right to be rude." Oh. <laughs> oh. He's rude, and the president of the United States calls, uh, you is, know, a is congressman that, is an ignoramus. Adam shit. Ugh. Yeah, right. I just, you know, I can hardly, I might be heading for another breakdown here. Um, and did you see um, there's not going to be a comedian at the White House <laughs> press corps? Oh, no, a woman broke it. A woman broke a it. A woman broke it. That Michelle Wolf came in and destroyed everything and now instead they're going to be lectured by a historian on the first amendment too bad the president oh that's going to be a laugh riot <laughs> too bad too bad the president won't be there no the president the president isn't welcome anywhere <laughs> I, he doesn't want to do any of this stuff he doesn't no i know he doesn't want to go to the kennedy honors the only course, thing but, he wants know. to do is do his rallies where he gets to be um, you know, adored. adored. And I saw a line he said at a recent rally where he said, you know, this place isn't big enough to hold all of us. He's always telling people that there are like 5,000 more people outside who can't get in, which right. is often not right. true. I mean, it's not right. often. It's almost, it's always not true. And he said, "We might have to big. We might have to build some bigger arenas." I mean, this guy is. I mean, he's got. He must look at like uh, old video of Hitler rallies, and you know, and get excited. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm beginning to think he's masturbating to him at this point. Yeah, he wants. He wants that. And let's uh, Bar- well, you Bar- know, I gotta say, I I I understand this. I mean, when and it's it's on a much sco- smaller scale. But when I was on the school board, and I got plenty of, you know, I was good at public speaking. I got plenty of applause, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, and there was plenty of conflict and and public debate going on, and I enjoyed the hell out of that too. And I realized at some point that you get addicted to it. And then I watched my husband do it as he got involved in the political workings of his professional association. And I watched him get addicted to it, too. So at least I knew I was looking at what I was looking at, and I could uh, kind of school him through it. But that, I mean, that's exactly what's happening to our president, has happened to our president. He's addicted to it. It's, an, it's, not, it's not hard to understand. Well, he's always and been addicted. Easier he's... to get addicted to than nose traps. That's all I have to say. Yeah, but he's always been addicted to it. Recall Well, he that... came pre-addicted, yes. Yeah. Yes, I he mean, did. he was the one who called up tabloids in New York City pretending to be somebody else and telling them right, about, right. did you hear that Donald Trump, you know? Yeah, how, how great Donald Trump yeah, is. Let me did tell you, you hear, about Donnie Trump. Yeah, t- talking about, did you hear, he, you know, uh, like almost uh, 
or, or like he slept with uh, Prince Diana or something. That's that's like Prince's. Yeah, Diana. I know. But that the joke of... was is the people on the other side of the phone always knew it was Donald Trump. The guy is just an embarrassment. Yeah, he's such or an we embarrassment. We know these stories. It worked. How is that an emb- It worked. He's the fucking president of the United States. This total, total. Yes. I can't take it. Okay. I know, I know. I As mean, I said to the Polish workman yesterday who was in my daughter's kitchen who told me he moved here from Canada to be with his current wife, and I said, Wrong You're move. a fool. <laughs> 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 Take your wife and go back to Canada. <laughs> You're nuts. Wrong direction. Did he, uh, did he understand what you were saying? He did. He started laughing. Okay. Well, uh, Barbara sends me, uh, reminds me of the quote that um, uh, that Admiral uh, McRaven. Uh, yeah. The, the Navy oh boy. Mc- the, yeah, the Navy SEAL who Trump now has. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he 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 did this nicely. <laughs> Go ahead, right. read it. What he that he sent to CNN on Sunday. This is what got him. He said, "I stand." by my comment that the president's attack on the media is the greatest threat to our democracy in my lifetime. And understand, this is the guy who went after Osama bin Laden. He thinks Donald Trump is more of a threat. And he's he's a Navy seal. And he he thinks that that guy should have killed him sooner, faster, more, harder. I mean, he's just been making fun of him, you know, as if I. It, well, it's, no, it's, I, I just, you know, I can't stand it. But McRaven says, well, you know, when you undermine the people's right to free press and freedom of speech, then you threaten the Constitution and all for which it stands. So this guy has it right, and Donald Trump is the greatest threat to this country, and the haters and he's unleashing. And those behind him are, are, <coughs> right, are also. T- and, and you see the influx in hate crimes. Uh, influx. Influx. The te- you know, democracies rarely fall because of outside threats. It's not the way democracy dies. Democracies always die from the inside. From within. And we're, we got some serious illness in ours. We're getting sicker No, by we the really minute. do. I, I mean, we've discussed this now for two years, that the thing that gets us both is that a thought that we never had before in our lives, that our country could just crumble, is oh, clear. I think, our country could just crumble. Yeah, I think it's, well, you know, I'm a pessimist by nature. I just, I think could is not the right word. Is, sorry. Yeah. I think we're seeing it end. We're seeing it die. I mean, most of us don't want to, but maybe that was true um, of other democracies. But you don't know what to do. And I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting sick, Susan. This is not good time. I used to sound like it. I know. I'm a little upset about this. I know. Drink a hot toddy. Well, I want to say that my. Got a day to get better. I don't know. <laughs> my chest is aching. That's never a good sign. 
my breath is short, <laughs> my asthma's kicking in. Not good, I don't think. Uh, Look good. on the bright side. Maybe you're having a panic attack. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, I swear. I'm, oh, I just you really, better show I don't up. feel good. Um, yeah. I might be setting the stage not to be showing up tomorrow here, I'll tell you that. I'm not, um, I was going to be here tomorrow, but I'm feeling not great. Anyway, so is it. There's a piece in the yeah. New York Times today that I could have written, and actually anyone who's listened to me over the years knows that I, I started saying the same things this woman is saying in her piece um, when it started happening to me. And what I'm talking about is... Um, is the menopause thing? Yeah, perimenopause. And I remember <laughs> saying back on my radio show, God knows how many, 20 years ago, uh, easily 20 years ago. God, what kind of, I remember saying at the very time that you need your eyes to be real good close up, you know, is when they go. You can't see a damn thing close up. Right, and what right. is and what I'm, is there to see? I can't see it. There's, you can still see better than me. There are hairs, hairs, growing out of our noses that were never doing that before. There noses, are, right, 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 smack in the middle of your cheek. You can go to bed at and night all, and, and wake up in the next morning, and, and there's, there's an inch long white hair sticking yeah, out of your cheek right. that didn't used to be there. I know, but worse than the inch long white hair that shows up overnight is is the inch long black hair. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's and that really one, those ugly. tend to be like thick. And I got one that comes right here for anybody watching, right here. And now I'm on it. Because where are I, you pointing to the bottom of your chin? Yeah, not by the oh, well, hair. That's where they always come. Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. And I remember when that I first saw that hair. That's when that nursery rhyme made sense. To, not by the hair of my chinny chin hair chin. Hair on my chinny chin chin. Well, here's the other thing. When because your eyes are failing and because you can't see, or I can't see, I invested in a brightly lit um, magnifying mirror so I could see my face to locate an eye for mascara and stuff. And that's when I found out that not only did you have the long hairs coming out, but suddenly your <laughs> whole face, face is fuzz. Sported, I know. Had, had sprouted a, a, a level, a, a whole layer of fur that did not previously Are you sure exist. it didn't? Because, right. No. You see, really? It did not. All right. And here's another thing that happens, and you don't know it. Is anybody it. at home throwing up yet? We I can can't see it. No, <laughs> it is what is. But they don't ever talk. It's not polite to talk about. Also, women who wear lipstick, all of a sudden, there's lipstick on your teeth. There never used to be lipstick on your teeth. Where well, does that God come from? thank God I never had lips, so I don't have to give that one well, up. Well, I mean, you get lipstick on your teeth that you don't know is there. You get... Yeah, hair growing out of places that never did before. And this woman has written a piece. Oh, and the other thing is your eyebrows. Your eyebrows oh. that used to just be these little hairs that knew where to go mm -hmm. and, and went there suddenly become 
Christ wild. and grow right. like crazy <laughs> and do. curl up and, right. and you become one of those right. grizzled old men. I got one right. You also droop all the way down the side of your face. I got one right here that I actually play with. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I'm Sometimes, not watching you, so I, I don't know I if you're, if you're it, being the illustration. I let it get really tonight. long and I like to play with it. Because, you know, I always like playing with my eyebrows, Susan. Well, you've right? always was, played with, with your eyebrows. I, w- I never sucked my thumb. I instead played with my eyebrows. <laughs> so I get to play with my eyebrows. Again, I love that part. But listen to the first part of what this woman says. This was on the opinion page of the New York Times. So, okay. So it's sophisticated. Right. So this conversation is classy. <laughs> It's better than talking about you-know-who. Yeah, yeah, I do. Everything I'm about to say is better than talking about you-know-who, and I'm about to talk about pubic hair, okay? Yay, because I thought once when I was balding that maybe I'd just give myself a transplant, and then I decided no. Oh, stop. (laughs) This woman says, people need to tell women... Here's what's going to happen. Eventually, <laughs> your pubic hair is going to thin out everywhere, everywhere, but on the bikini line. Exactly. That's the right. <laughs> <clears throat> exactly the opposite of what you've always wanted. Right. Right. right okay. Right. The fat. It's like your, having bad sideburns. I know. The fat <laughs> on your body will redistribute. So that each of your thighs is the shape of the McDonald's blob monster. You will de- well, that's not true in my case. No, go ahead. no. You will develop those wings of loose skin below your arms. Our brother used to call yeah. them Hadassah arms. Hi- Hadassah uh, right. arms. They're, or they're, they are, because they're he, called high chains. Oh, well, there's, not, there's nothing you can do. Um, so I, no, you know, they're really, I, for, I battled that one for years, but suddenly I got high James too, even though I can flex and it's all muscle, it just hangs. No, it hangs because it's not muscle that's hanging. It's skin. I know it's my damn you skin. I am this completely buff body covered in old <clears throat> skin. Right. All, everything drops. Everything sags and everything dries up. That is what happens. So here's the thing. Um, we make a big... But I did di- discover something, Lynn. Let me just interrupt. There is a cure. When I do Pilates and I bend over backwards and, I can, and I'm hanging upside down, yeah, I look in the mirror you look and great. I look great. <laughs> I know, right. <clears throat> I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, it's astonishing. Everything goes back to the where it used to be, and I frequently comment on it. I tell my trainer, I say, look, if you look could at just, how gorgeous I look. If you could just, yeah, live your life hanging upside down. I know. Upside down. Right. Um, so, anyway, um, she goes on with other horrors uh, that occur. Um, <laughs> I mean, you... you Notice we haven't even bothered to talk about hot flashes. Who cares? Well, you live your whole li- you live your whole life at the wrong temperature after a certain. Time. That's right. I actually had to get up 
last night and moved to the other side of the bed because I get yeah, it. It was too warm. <laughs> no, because I just sweat. You know, this is yeah. all from this is being a woman of a certain age, but it starts in the 40s usually. And women aren't prepared. Nobody talks about it. Think of it. It's it's like reverse uh, puberty. I mean, puberty, right. you have a body, and then all of a sudden, it starts changing on you, and you get emotionally weirded out, right? Your hormones are going berserk. Uh, your body is changing. No, they're just disappearing. Yeah, but you don't know who, you, what, who you are. And the same thing happens again on the other side, but is is never talked about. And doctors never deal with it? This is, listen, women are fed a mythology about their lives from beginning to end. I hope it's getting better, but I talked about this with my first pregnancy when I felt like I had been so underprepared. For what it for becoming a mother, for for what that meant, for how I was supposed to react, and for whether the way I was reacting was appropriate or not. And thank God I was nice to myself, and I told myself I'd never done this before, so whatever I was feeling had to be appropriate. That's just it. But I ended up my and my husband thought he should. I I ended up thinking I should write a book about this because. I thought that the second that you gave birth and you were handed a baby, you automatically just fell head over and heels in love with that baby. And for me, that wasn't true. For me, I needed to get to know my baby. I liked it right away, but it took a while for me to fall in love, head over heels, and, and got easier and easier and easier and easier. And But that beginning thing, I thought, oh, my God, maybe there is something wrong with me. And let me tell you, the one thing a woman doesn't need when she's a new mother is to think that there's something wrong with her. It's hard enough as it is, but we women have been lied to about every stage of our life. We've been handed a mythology that does not go along with the facts of the case. In some cases, it does. In others, not so much. Well, that explains, so why, mo- that- that explains why mom recoiled when she saw me. For the first time, I still. How do you know? You do you remember? I sure as hell do. Why do you think I'm so fucked up? I do. She tells the story. Somebody told me the story. She thought I look. I I hadn't shed. Do you know that fetuses have hair on them yeah, on their yeah, body? Yeah, had hair. On I you, right. had hadn't shed my fetal hair, and I came out looking like a chimpanzee, according to mom. They showed her. Here's your baby, and she like screamed. I'm just saying. <laughs> no wonder she kept putting you out on the front porch in right. January. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know, but I just I feel sorry. I'm for just women. I'm just you. saying. You know, I've I've been on this kick now for a while because I just keep noticing all the lies I've been told by. My well, life, you know, by by everything I've been told really isn't true. Well, so welcome to the real world, right? So that's why, again, we teach our children things that are not true. We fail to teach them things they should know. 
Donald Trump is president and people think he's fine. I mean, yeah, it's all a... (laughs) No, it's all a huge line of BS. I mean... this my my whole current anger at white men and two more just went in and shot away two more people one in St. Louis and one in Chicago yesterday more white men doing this and all and I I've told you this my whole life all of us we've been we've been taught very carefully taught to be afraid of black men the one in Chicago in was my, a white was that a white man but too? in my life that was a white guy in Chicago oh yeah Okay. Sure was. What, what he went really, after a black it, woman, though. That's who is. Yeah, that was his ex-fiance. Yes. Who was a resident doctor at that hospital, and she got rid of this guy. The only thing she did wrong was, you know, apparently fall in love with the wrong guy. Figured it out, got rid of him, and he took her out and a few other people too. But you know, I, in my experience. The only people that I know of that have been harmful to me in any way have only been white men. But I was never taught to be afraid of them. I was taught to please them. Well, that's true. And And even figure out a way to go along with their abuse. To slide around it and in it and off of it and carefully and wittily get yourself out of it without in any way suggesting that that man was inappropriate. But I was never taught any of that. No, nor was I. Well, we would no, we weren't. We were taught other things. We were taught about other people to be afraid of, but not the ones who were actually in place to be of the most harm to us. And in fact, to both of us, were. Can you deny that? No, I mean, I'm thinking of, <laughs> no. I mean, not that we want to get too specific or anything. We don't want to get into it or any way, but I'm just saying. That's not what I have been taught to my, by my culture to be afraid of or to protect myself from. I was left totally defenseless from the people that were actually the ones that I needed to be careful from, careful with, um, and I was on my own. Okay, this went to a very dark place. Remember when we were talking I'm about? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do it, but you remember when we were well, talking and, about you know, chin hair? That's what happened. Okay, <laughs> can we go back to chin hair, pubic hair? Oh sure, chin, hair? The, the, we got well, that from chin hair. But I'm just saying. Okay, I'll go back to the cheerful part of it. But I'm just saying it's no surprise to me that we were left totally unprepared for this phase of our life. Well, so I wonder What's what else we're unprepared for. Between any other for? phases of our life. Yeah, I wonder what, I don't know, jeez. You know, I, I just <laughs> want to go to the dermatologist now, and you say, here's what it sounds like for me at the dermatologist. What's that? <laughs> What's that? What's that? What's that? It's like things all over, you know, like things. Oh, that's just a, I, I, it's just, it's, 
yeah, just unbelievable violations of the body that you once had. I know, I know. I'm trying, I'm currently trying out yet another uh, CBD-laden, um, actually with some real THC in it, too, salve that is a skin repairer that oh. I'm hopeful <laughs> will take care of some of those discolorations, skin flaps, and blues. Susan. What? Okay, I just want to say, your skin is not going to be repaired. It is doing what skin of a certain age does. That's all. I know. Fall There's apart. nothing. I got just, it. Okay, but that le- le- leads me to admit something that I would never, I was never going to tell you. But we have, ten, <laughs> but we have ten minutes left, and I have nothing else I want to talk. Okay, tell I, me, tell you, me. Well, first of all, oh, we have a caller. Oh, I, I'm sorry. No, I, no, it, no, no, don't you tell me first. No, 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 it'll take too long. <laughs> caller! I'm with Susan. I'm with Susan. Come on, Lynn, tell us, tell us. Gosh! <laughs> no, it'll mean uh, more Come on, Susan. come on. I, I fell, I don't know, I, I must have been drinking, I don't know, one night not too long ago on my computer... I fell for a face cream thing that was going to make me, (laughs) that's what made me think of it, right? Okay? And it was a free trial offer. They were going to send me this stuff, and I just got to try it out. It was free. I signed up for it. The the shipping (laughs) was like. And you had to give them a credit card for your free thing. Yeah, I did because of that. I did. I gave them a credit card. Then and, they, and I, then they charged you every month thereafter? Yes! All of a sudden I'm looking at, and you know what? Every month they said I signed up for a monthly. I got two jars, one for my eyes. It was going to make my eyes look beautiful. What is this, Pericone MD? I don't know what the fuck it was, but <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> Did work, one of them, I start, my credit card was $88 and $89 a month. And then, and then you had to pay shipping to return it. I didn't return it. I called my credit card company and I said, I didn't, I, I was like screaming, freaking out. <laughs> And this woman, on the other end, I spent over two hours with her. She, with me in tow, called the company. And she wrote in her, she said, I have on the line my, you know, my client who says that she did not see that fine print that said she was signing up. She thought she was getting a free, (laughs) I felt like such an idiot, such a, a fool, a total <laughs> moron, and I said, this can't be legal, this is an outrage, you can't, blah, 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 and the woman on the other end said, I can give you 35% off, I can, ref- that's re- right, they won't cancel you, you have to I go can, through like I 30- can refund 35%, I said, Ah, no, no, I want to talk to a supervisor. So we stayed on the line together waiting for a supervisor. And the woman I was talking to was in Florida and originally from Chicago. And then we ended up talking about the Cubs and the Bears and having a really good time together. 
and then they cut they cut us off. They let us. Of course they did. They cut us off. So she says, "What do you want me to do?" I said, "Call him back." So she called him back. We got a different person. This person said, "I can give you fifty percent." Wow. I said, "Oh, well." We want to talk to a supervisor. Maybe I can get it up to 75% if we talk to a supervisor. And lo and behold, the woman says, all right, we can do 75%. What was wrong with a refund, 100% refund? You just don't want it anymore. You know, you after that, and, then I, and, and, I, and we got to cancel my, apparently, my you know, subscription to this snake oil <laughs> for the rest of my life. Um, and my, and then I had them choose, is 75% enough or do I want to continue this and go in for the entire, and I decided that what was left was what I rightfully should pay for being a moron. Um, so 75%, I did. Wait a minute, so they're still billing you 25%? No, 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 no. I paid the initial charge. I went whatever... 25% of 88 plus 89 is. Okay. I, so I got you better it. keep an eye on your bill, though. Don't think I won't. Don't think I won't. But I haven't done anything that stupid and embarrassing since 1960, <laughs> 19, 1967 <laughs> when I bought, I, I spent, sent away and spent over $100 that I did not have. I was a college student. Um, on something called a relaxicizer, and what oh, this there you go. <laughs> what this said is, you it will exercise your thighs while you're lying in bed. I thought that's my <laughs> kind of thing. Here's what, and it came, and you had to with gel hook yourself up, put these pads on your thighs, and I had an I had a friend come over, and she had them on her thighs. I had them on mine. We plugged it in, and it shocked you. I mean, that's all. It shocked you so that your 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 muscle contracted, and we started laughing so hard. We're rolling around on the floor, and our our hands touched or something, <coughs> and that completed the circuit. We almost electrocuted ourselves. It's yeah. a stim machine. They have the stim things for like to heal your yeah, muscles, yeah. The physical therapy. Yeah, but here's the rest of the wow. story. About ten years later, I was reading Newsweek or Time, and there was a story about a mental hospital somewhere in New England that had been raided by the government, and where people they said had been tortured, where the inmates had been tortured. And one of the main instruments of torture, they said, was something called a relaxicizer. <laughs> anyway, my father, That's my sister, my, my father bailed me out of that. He had he wrote an angry letter. We sent the relaxicizer back. They refused to pick it up at the post office and sent it back to me. For all, it's still in the Evanston, Illinois post office, Susan, I think, the relaxicizer. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I had been very, that taught me a lesson that lasted until about three weeks ago when I did this cream thing. Unbelievable.
unbelievable. Don't ever think they're sending you. It is, it, God, I said to the woman I was screaming at, is this your job? You just take calls from enraged people who thought they were getting a free sample? Oh. I think magazines do that too. A subscription, they'll give you a free subscription and then it yeah. just I'll tell you who else does it are gym memberships. Mm. Go ahead and try and cancel a gym membership. <laughs> or a home food. I got to jump in here you guys. Okay, what'd you what you were talking about earlier about the the line of bullshit that we are given uh-huh. from the time we're little girls. When you look at it from the time we're little girls, it's the the beautiful princess is good, the ugly witch is bad. Yeah. That's where it all starts. The yeah. brainwashing starts, yeah. and, and you don't. But with 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 the boys and the men, it's don't show emotion. You don't cry. Boys don't cry. And you know, boy, this, this is how screwed up our society is. But I wanted to tell you guys one story. I had this beautiful backyard and this porch, and I watched the birds and sit out there. And I I put some zinnias in, and the butterflies were wild. So. A couple of years ago, I'm looking at the butterflies, and I have a curious mind, so I look up, the what, what kind of butterfly is that, and this and that, and I'm, I look at them, and there was one butterfly, I, I never saw this butterfly, it was beautiful, and it's like wings were like laced, and it was so hard, elusive for me to get a good look at it so I could identify it. I just never saw a butterfly this beautiful with the wings that were like, 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 uh, like lacy. And I finally get a good look at the butterfly. It was it was like months to find before I could finally see what kind of butterfly this was. It was just an old beat up butterfly. <laughs> it was just it was just this old beat up butterfly. I mean that butterfly was man. It had I don't know what happened to it, but it was still the most beautiful oh. butterfly. And here goes the moral to the story is <laughs> we need all right look we need to slow down with the brainwashing and think about it. Right. And I'm That's I am, I, I'm an old woman and I'm right now trying to learn to appreciate and love me. That's my that's my big uh, goal right now is to learn to love myself like I am. No. No. This and, and we can thank we can thank, excuse me, man child 45 for this because I'm now saying and I mean I I've always been doing I question and no what are you saying? Why? But this guy's such a blatant, flaming, over-the-top. Are you kidding me? Okay. believing his shit. Okay, so I just want to say, wait, I'm, wait. Okay, we should, don't bring him in. You, We should have stopped not, where you said in, if that beautiful butterfly uh, was say, an no, old... No, 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 just like this false body image that we poor women were brainwashed with. Right. And Susan, you know, talking about uh, dealing through life about... Uh, these these inappropriate white men that were just over the top, and how we are taught as brainwashed women to ease them, to get out of there, to stop, to kind of make it manageable, by we, without even making them uncomfortable. That's right. That's right. Our job is to please. Our job is to please. Humor and charm. That's right. Please and charm. Without them even, with, with almost like like that southern woman thing. You know what I mean? My God, what that step again, step away and say, no, that, this is just insanity here. No, no, we're not. Hell no. So I'm learning. Uh, you know what? We are beautiful. We're the most beautiful butter butterfly in the garden. Well, I want to say go, that is the greatest. Thank you. 
And we're out of time, but that was that was a great story. Thank you. A true I brought metaphor. you guys at Hamlin yesterday. I I'm so. I got to say, yesterday was the best of Lynn Collin. I'm just saying. I just your show. Right on, sister. Right well, thank on. you. And, and that's what the guy and, and the giant eagle said to me too. Great show. Damn, Lynn, were you said. good yesterday? I don't sister, even remember uh, what we talked about, but yeah, good. Hey, thank you. And you know what? Hey. I'm thankful for you at Thanksgiving. Uh, I am very thankful for you, and I'm so thankful you brought your beautiful sister in. Thank you. Aww. Thank you, dear. And, Have a happy and, Thanksgiving. And, 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 and the rest of these assholes can go stick it up their asses. Okay. We're not, I, I'm not partaking. I'm just not going to partake in it as I, as, I, as, I, as I go put makeup on to go outside. <laughs> I understand. Bye. Oh, jeez. Bye. I love you guys. Okay. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> and why our 96-year-old mother still puts on lipstick to go to the pool and do her laps? Well, because there was a guy sitting there. Because a guy noticed her. Uh, <laughs> all <laughs> right. Can be. Well, Susan, you got to get on the get on the road or tell her. I got to pack the car. I got to pack the, the the meal and get on the road. Yes, and you. I'm gonna call my well. I'm gonna call my. You I'm calling my up. no. I'm calling my asthma doc right after and making sure I've got all the. I'll bring my machine. I'll bring the yeah. So if I'm gonna be sick, I'll just okay. be sick there. Okay. Nope. But my okay. chest okay. is killing me. Okay. See you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. Bye. Safe travels. Safe travels. Bye. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye, Suze. And Ernie was quiet throughout that whole thing. Guys, I have to tell you, I really do think I'm not good. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm not going to. I was going to do tomorrow and then go, but um, let's, let's give me the day off, <laughs> if you don't mind. And um, I'll see you all on Monday. And have a, have a good holiday. And if you have people in your family, you know, who don't agree politically, don't. Just don't bring it up, I guess. Okay, good luck. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.